Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The Celtics win a Christmas Day matinee, one nineteen to one fourteen. This is the Garden Report, powered by Blue Apron on CLNS Radio. It's Celtics blog. I'm Jared Weiss, and I'm flying solo here. The Celtics are able to somehow survive this onslaught from Carmelo Anthony and Kristaps Porzingis, and even some Derrick Rose in there. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, big score per usual. He was a team's high score. While Marcus Smart had a team high seven assists and was really crucial in allowing them to actually send Isaiah to the bench twice in this game. But it came down to those plays in the last minute there where Al Horford and Marcus Smart made a few absolutely phenomenal plays. The first being where Isaiah Thomas, with a little more than 40 seconds left, drives the lane, can't get there. He kind of like tosses a prayer over to Al Horford on the block. Horford works his man. Uh, he makes the drop step to go towards the lane, and then instead of going up for a shot, he actually told me after the game he was going up for a shot, but in the corner of his eye, he saw, he saw Marcus Smart all alone on the weak side elbow, threw it to Marcus, Marcus sinks the shot, and they clinch the game there on that one. Uh, there was still some chance left for them to win it. Avery Bradley stripped Carmelo Anthony on a second chance possession. That was the crucial one. And then Al Horford had a huge block on Kristaps Porzingis, who he posterized earlier in the game, and that is what sealed it for the Celtics. Marcus told me after the game that Teams just aren't respecting his shot, which is something he, that kind of was like really something that's talked about a lot during uh, this game and then after the game between media folk from out of town. They're wondering, why isn't Marcus Smart able to shoot the ball? Nobody can really figure it out, right? But Marcus says he, he's trying to be more consistent. Sometimes it goes in. Tonight was one of those nights where they didn't respect his shot there, and it did go in. And it was a pretty phenomenal play. Al talked about how when you're in that situation, you're going for the shot. But then you see something in the corner of your eye, and that's when you make the play. And Stevens, I asked him about that after the game, and he said that you just have to make the best basketball play. That it, I asked him about how hard is it to be patient in those late-game situations where there's a minute left, where you're, you're preaching always, instead of going for a good shot, go for the best shot. That's throughout the game when you have time to have more possessions, you can afford to make mistakes. But in the last minute of the game, it could be your last chance to actually win the game. So to have that kind of patience that the Celtics have to continue to just work the plays, continue to work, look for the right shot, they went all the way to the end of the shot clock on that crucial smart three there. And the patience that they have and the vision that they have is pretty incredible. And they're a team that is built to sustain themselves, their game plan throughout the game. But we saw tonight that when Carmelo goes off and Kristaps has some incredible plays, no matter how much they play their system, 
teams with great players are still able to overcome it. And we saw Russell Westbrook do that in Boston. They were able to survive Carmelo, mostly because of some huge plays that uh, Al Horford made on defense. And they got lucky that Smart did hit that three. But it was a great performance all around for the Celtics. They had was it eight players with at least eight points because they had two guys that didn't quite cross that 10-point mark. Gerald Green was one of those guys. And he came in for Jalen Brown in the middle of the second quarter after Jalen got a bit of a stint and he didn't really impress Stevens. They went on a really big run there. It was a 17-2 run at one point, and that kind of blew open the game for them. But the Knicks eventually came knocking in the fourth quarter. But Isaiah Thomas, he was the scorer, of course, in the fourth quarter, as he always is. But Al Horford had some really crucial plays, and it actually worked putting Kelly Olynyk in the game in crunch time. Although Porzingis made some great plays, it was really his perimeter plays that were so pr- crucial. But Porzingis was fantastic and late in this game. Carmelo... As painful as it is to watch him play sometimes, he was huge in the fourth quarter. And Derrick Rose, earlier in the game, showed a lot of vintage Derrick Rose. So the Celtics survived this one. They have Memphis coming up at home. We'll be back then for the Garden Report on CLNS and Celtics blog. For Blue Apron, where you can go to blueapron.com slash gardenreport and get three free meals of free shipping. I'm Jared Weiss, and we'll see you back in Boston. This is Jared Weiss of The Garden Report, and our opening segment is powered by Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. The Blue Apron mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more substantial and sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Did you know that cooking together builds strong family bonds? Research even shows that Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often, but now for less than $10 per meal, which is actually a lot less than I spend per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals in time for the holidays. You can check out this week's menu. I mean, I prepared a roasted pork and braised cabbage with barley and glazed apples dish and even did a Thai green coconut curry dish as well. So don't hesitate. Go to blueapron.com slash garden report to claim your three free meals and free shipping. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So do not wait. And again, that is blueapron.com slash garden report. One word, garden report. Blue Apron, the perfect holiday gift. The way you guys perform as an overall unit and make a place for each other. Yeah, and no, I was just, just proud of our group. You know, um, we had a, a rough stretch there where they tied the game up. Um, they could have gone either way. They had momentum at home. And, uh, and I say I found me. And, you know, I was able to make a move. And, and I just made the right play. You know, it's, you know, you make the right play, you make the game easy. Marcus hits a big shot, and, you know, that's it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You seem to be a, a bit more aggressive today. Um, going to the bucket more? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it was just the way that they were playing. I mean, you know, they were closing out real hard, um, you know, and I was going to go shoot it. And that just created lanes for me. And then, you know, it was one of those things that I was either trying to finish or I'm trying to find my teammates, you know, out. And, uh, and that's how you want to play. You want to keep the defense guessing. On the pass of Marcus, how hard is it to have the patience that even though the clock is winding down, there's not many plays left in the game to really look for that pass instead of go for the shot? Yeah, well, I mean, I was going for the shot, and um, and it was just one of those things that I kind of like at the last second I saw him uh, there, and uh, you feel the defense out there sometimes, and it's just about making the, the right easy play, and, um, and I just, you know, hit him, and, you know, he hit a huge shot.
how do you think this team on the national stage, like Christmas kind of show, what you guys are capable of doing? Especially, everybody needs something to talk about Cavs, Raptors. Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, we have a ways to go as a group. Um, you know, uh, uh, we up 10 there with a couple minutes to go, blow the lead, and there's some things that we need to work on, but we have a chance if we keep playing the right way, keep growing as a group at the end of the year to to be in that talk, but right now, you know, we're, we're not there yet. How long do you think with you coming on board will it take for this team to really be on all cylinders? You know, we'll see. You know, I, I think we're going to, you know, we're going to keep learning. I can definitely be better uh, as a player, and, um, and we can all improve as a group, but uh, but I think that we're coming along definitely from the first game of the year till now. We, we've come a long ways as a group. We're still very much learning about each other. Um, yeah, I think so. Coach, they made a run coming back, but you guys made some pretty clutch plays down the stretch. What can you say about what you guys did at each end? Yeah, I mean, they got guys that make tough shots, so that run isn't all that surprising. I thought we missed a couple of opportunities on offense. Um, but, um, you know, our guys really battled and then the response was great when they did tie it up. Marcus hasn't shot the ball great from long range. What's it say about him to have that confidence to still take that shot in the clutch? You know, it's, it's the right play. You make the right basketball plays, you know, as many times as you can and good things will happen. I mean, from, and, and I trust him to make it. From a team perspective, this is a just a great team win. Six guys in double figures, five guys, fifteen or more points. What did you see about how the guys played as a as a cohesive unit today? No, I mean I was I was really pleased. I just told them in there, they, they've showed a lot of toughness over the last few weeks, but certainly the last, we basically played three games in 60 hours and um, in three different cities and our guys just, you know, there was never an excuse. We were just going to play as hard and as well as we could. And Gerald turned the game around with his energy. Um, I thought that um, we were a little slow out of the gate in that first quarter. Um, just to the ball and just the plays, and but then when Gerald came in and made a couple of you know the offensive rebound, obviously got everybody going, and then made a couple of shots, and you know that's what that's what you need your bench to do. And he did a great job. You made the decision to take Terry Rozier out of the rotation. I believe this is the first time. What went into that call? Yeah, that was today. So you know, I think the we talked a little bit about it. Um, you know, the ability to post smart is helpful. And um, when Smart can post on ones, it's different than posting on wings. So it's just a, a one situational. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we got, we got to have our bench all has to uh, be ready to play and be ready to play well, you know. And and nobody deserved to play better today than Gerald. And everybody, you know, I think should be happy for him. And I thought he gave us a great lift. You talked a little bit about the toughness of the last 60 hours or whatever. You guys won five and one. I mean, this is this has been a this has been a challenging schedule. It will continue to be. We play a good Memphis team in two days, and then go to Cleveland. So, just keep your foot on the gas. That's all you can do. But you always preach a pass up a good shot for a great shot. But when there's only a couple plays left in the game, you can't you don't get a second chance. How hard is it for the guys to have the patience to work the shot clock? Have to make the right basketball play. You know, you have to. And uh, the right basketball play by Al Horford was to make that kick out, and I thought he did a really good job. So, uh, you know, Marcus stepped up and made it, but got to make the right basketball play as much as you can. Talk a little bit about staggering minutes of the day. Obviously, you staggered Thompson Horford more so today. What went into that decision? Well, the Isaiah getting three stints is a little bit unique, but 
um, found it to be a good thing at the start of the fourth. Um, and then, you know, I thought today, again, you know, we had played a good number of minutes in Indiana and, and at home, you know, just 36 hours ago. And so we, we needed to make sure that we had enough, you know, gas in the tank at the end of the game. I mean, it's a great opportunity to compete. That's the way that, that we're looking at it. And, you know, obviously it's a, it's a heck of a challenge for us. Um, it's going to be a heck of an environment. The Knicks are playing really well, and we've got to focus on the things that we can do well to play against them. How do you approach this matchup against the Unicorn, Kristaps Porzingis? I mean, we've played him a bunch. Uh, he's a really good player. He's got a chance to continue to grow and be one of the better um, players around, certainly. Um, you know, but they've got a lot of good players on this team, so it's not just one person. It's a, you know, they're a team that can that can beat you um, a number of different ways. And again, we're going to have to be really good today. The way Isaiah's been scoring in the fourth quarter, do you change anything in the fourth to try to take advantage of that? I mean, he's uh, he's obviously started the last few fourth quarters. Mm -hmm try to get him a quick break somewhere in there. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm not, of all the things that, you know, I, I think we really need to focus on, I'm probably not as worried about that because he's um, found different ways to, to be impactful. You know, I think the biggest thing is, is that we just need to keep um, trying to be the best version of ourselves on both ends of the court all the way throughout the game, all 48 minutes. And, uh, you know, I, I think for the most part over the last few weeks, we've done a pretty good job of that. Coach, uh, from a scouting perspective, how would you say that the Knicks game has improved since the last time you guys played them? Well, I think everybody's a little bit different than they were a month ago. I think that's probably pretty usual when you talk about the season. But, um, you know, from, from what I see, obviously, when they're all healthy and all firing, they're, they're awfully good. I mean, you've got, you've got Rose and Jennings' ability to get into the paint. Um, Carmelo's ability to score any number of ways and, and in isolation. Uh, and then, you know, obviously Porzingis, who we talked about, and, and they kill people on the glass. And so we're going to have to be a lot, we're going to have to be really good in that area um, or at least manage that for us to be successful today. But, um, you know, I thought the Pacers game the other day was a great example. You know, Pacers are up 15, it looks like they're going to go their way. And then, you know, Melo and Porzingis went nuts. And then, you know, they made really tough shots. And, uh, you know, sometimes there's nothing you can do about it, but you got to make it as difficult as possible all game. Very tough team, especially the last couple years. What's the about that? No, I mean, it's totally different, right? I mean, I think, um, but I think that uh, it's similar to what Jeff did in Phoenix, um, from what I can see. and. Um, they certainly have um, some things that they've done in the past that they um, especially do out of timeouts um, or occasionally off of an action early on. Um, but the thing I'd say about it, and, and, uh, and I really felt this um, a couple of years ago um, when Derek was here, the group um, towards the end of that first year he was here was really playing hard and was really getting after guys. And, and I thought that continued throughout last year has certainly continued itself throughout this year. And when you add guys like Rose and you add guys like Jennings to already compliment Porzingis and Anthony, I mean, they're gonna be better. So there's a there's a mindset that, that is really good, it seems like from the outside looking in.
talked about a lot of players and coaches brought families. What did you guys do last night to celebrate? And well, we've been on, you know, we've been we've only had I think two nights at home since December second, so um, it hasn't been a, an a easy month on on a lot of our players or coaches. So we wanted to bring as many as we possibly could um, with us, and you know, you, you know, from being around us, that's pretty typical. We have we have little ones running around the bus and the plane all the time, but um, it's really important that you know all of our players and coaches' families feel part of it because it is a time consuming. Um, job and, and certainly on Christmas Day and Christmas Eve, you know, we wanted to make that, you know, something that we prioritized. Brett, uh, after further review, what did you take from the Thunder game? After, I mean, five. Sweet shots, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I think, no, I mean, we had our moments that we could have controlled. Like, we, we, we gave up a few, um, a few plays that I thought were, uh, you know that we could control and be a little bit better, and 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 maybe we had a, a play or two that we didn't execute great. But you know what? Tip your hat to that guy. He made a heck of a, he made a, a bunch of plays and against really good defenders. And um, you know that's part of this league is that you know there are going to be times that um, you know really good players make those plays, and you just have to make it as tough as possible so that you give yourself a chance in those moments. And you know, I thought our guys did, and, and, I, and I said it the other night, like our guys played really hard Friday night, especially, um, you know, coming off of the, the five-day trip. You know, I was really pleased with how we played and not losing any sleep over those few shots that Westbrook made at the end of the game. Coach, you're throwing a lot of different combinations out there, some new lineups. How much of that is an effort to kind of limit some of the minutes or preserve a few more minutes on the bench for guys like Horford and Dante? Yeah, we got to do some of that with our, especially, again, the, the schedule that we've been on, you know, I think that it's important from a big picture perspective to make sure that we are doing the minute thing appropriate, you know, but we need those guys out on the court as much as they can be. Um, but at the same time, I think that I feel I feel good about some of the lineups that have played and, and I feel good about some of the productivity we've gotten from other guys on the bench and we're going to continue to trust those guys. When you have such a tough schedule, what's the most important thing to keep energy level consistent on a nightly basis? Yeah, I love challenges. You gotta love challenges. You look at everything through an 82 game schedule as a challenge. And, um, you know, our, our guys love challenges. Any changes in the starting lineup? No. <laughs> Today, you step in there and you, you really make a bunch of plays. And, and Brad just gave you quite a few compliments out there in the hallway. What's it mean you'd be able to contribute to this win? Oh, man, it means a lot. Um, I know this is a big win for us. We're going on a nice little stretch right now. And I'm um, just trying to finish out this month strong, um, so you know we can get this good, uh, this good home stand coming in January. So it was a good win for us overall. How were you able to keep yourself ready to step in and provide solid minutes during this moment when you haven't really played a ton lately? Um, you know, you just gotta just try to get your extra work in. Um, it's it's tough at times, uh, but uh, you just gotta just stay motivated. I think I give a lot of praise to to the coaches and to the players, uh, keeping me ready, keeping me engaged at uh, at all times. And Brad also talked about not just you, but the team. You get, you guys made team plays and you made the right plays today. How important is that uh, when you're playing against such a quality team like the Knicks? You got to. Um, you know, you always got to try to make the next play for your, for your teammates, um, make the next pass or be in help, help position uh, to, to help your teammates uh, you know, stop and uh, make the next stop. So I think today overall, man, we really had a, 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 a overall good game for us today. It was a big win, especially on Christmas. Joe, you said, uh, you said 
Christmas was your day. Like, this is, this is, this is, this is, I know. I, I love Christmas, man. I love, <laughs> man. I think, uh, and uh, I want to definitely give my mom a shout out to us her birthday today. So, uh, I know it's, it's good. But, um, it's always uh, Christmas has always been a special day for me, not only because of my mom's birthday, but they get a couple gifts every now and then. So, <laughs> it's always been pretty good. I mean, I think I, I think that we can. I think that we can um, be that good. I think we can even. I think I don't even think we haven't tapped into all the way of how good we can be. I think not where we want to be at, but we're getting there and um, putting ourselves in good positions. So we just got to keep. Playing the right way, keep believing in each other, and then go from there. Brad kind of just emphasized that making the right plays, not not just good plays, but the right plays down the stretch. How do you think you guys were able to do that so consistently during that final minute or two? Um, I mean, Al made a hell of a play out of the post to, to smart, and he made a big three. And then we got guys that, that, that sit down on the defensive end. So um, it doesn't surprise me what those guys do on the defensive end, whether it be Al. Jay, Smart, or, or Avery, and um, we just tried to sustain the little run that they had in, the, in the, the, the last couple minutes of the fourth, and we did a good job of just being calm and, and um, getting out the win. What do you think about the, the team performance? I mean, you guys got contributions from literally everyone who's uh, on the floor. That's what it's about. Ne next man up, and when your name's called, take advantage of your opportunity, and everybody did that tonight. And, Hell of a hell of a game by Gerald Green. He doesn't know when he's gonna be be getting in the game, and he just stayed ready. And he came in, and, and he was a spark for us, and we needed that. You had that 13 point lead in the fourth quarter. It was a little bit of a lull there. They had a couple threes. Yeah, I mean, Did you guys for a little bit, they just matched what we gave them on the other end. And they hit a few a few threes, and we had uncharacteristic and ones that we gave them, especially the one that I gave um, for Zingas, but. That says a lot about this team. We didn't put our heads down. We just kept going, and we knew we we had a good chance of winning the game. Thanks, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Making the right plays, including your pass. Um, you know, um, he drew in uh, multiple defenders, and he kicked it out. And I, you know, I know most teams gonna leave me open. You know, I've been still working on it, and I got an opportunity to, to knock down a big shot for my team. What was the result of the? Look at your face for the uh, Derek Elbow. <laughs> this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cut. Uh, probably one stitch, but nothing major. There's a lot of blood, though. <laughs> You're a bleeder? Not really, but so that just show you how hard I got hit. But most people probably say it's a flop, so. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we saw the replay. It definitely was on. You definitely hit him in your face. You definitely caught him. Did you get a stitch already, or are you? No, uh, I think I'm getting when I get back. <clears throat> what was this like tonight? You guys uh, get the 13 more lead. It appears like you might have had a bit of a ball, and they come back. I was big. You know, we played a really good team. You know, we took we took shots from them all night, and they run runs. Uh, <clears throat> and we knew coming into this game it was going to be that type of game, especially emotionally. You know, they had the crowd behind them on a, a very special day. And, you know, this team just did a really good job of making sure, you know, when they punched us, we punched right back. Brad said that having a, a point guard on you helps you out in the post. What, what does that change for you when you have a smaller guy rather than a wing? Uh, it changes uh, tremendously just because uh, my size creates matchup problems for them, and they have to bring help off of one of our, 
best shooters, and now I'm finding people and making plays. When you were uh, posting up on Rose, were you going into those plays looking to kind of back them down and pass out of it, or are you just kind of feeling them out and letting the play develop? I'm just letting the play develop. You know, when I post up, it's to, to score. But at the same time, you know, I'm a point guard, so I know when, you know, I've been killing them all day in the post, and on my side, like I said, creates problems. So I know they're going to bring help in. And when they do, I got to be able to find them. I don't know if you answered something about saying like the elbow you felt. Are you going to need stitches or anything like that? Uh, probably a stitch or two. Uh, nothing major. How great was it to see Gerald come off the bench and give you guys a spark there? Oh man, we needed that. You know, he was he was one of the reasons why our energy picked up. You know, he's been talking to us on the bench all day, all, every day, every game. He's been consistent with that. And then for him to come in and, and create the energy we needed was big for us and for him. Definitely, I definitely thought it did. Uh, like I said, Al just made a great play, you know. You know, the post-up play was for Al. And he, like I said, he, he he brought help and he made the right play by kicking out. With such a, on a big bench, it's like today, the first Christmas game game, what do you think you guys showed people who haven't seen you play as much this year that the Celtics? That we can play, you know, on a, on a bigger scale on the national level. You know, and, and we're a team that, that is fun to watch, especially when we're playing like that. Thanks, Thanks, Thank you guys.